Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What's up? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily, esteemed podcast that the guests just love coming to. DX Daily, the podcast that's brought to you by Hip Hop DX and the place where we keep you updated on all things hip hop music culture. I am one of your lovely hosts, excited for all of this new music today, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host who's also excited for this new music Friday, A-Dub. It's Friday, as we stated, the weekend is here and we got a couple of things to get into. All right, so 42 Doug wants to fight Takashi 69 Not only does he want to fight him, he wants to do it for $500,000. Then we have DDG. He's had the internet debating for about the past 24 hours because he said today's rappers are 10 times better than rappers back in the day. Oh God, you know Twitter was in shambles. Then we have The Weeknd making even more big moves. He signed a massive deal with Universal Music Group. And like we said, it's New Music Friday. Some huge releases are out, so we got to talk about that too. But before we get into all of that, please follow the podcast. Please subscribe to us. Thank you. You know we appreciate it. Now let's jump in. Okay, so let's start off with the with the foolishness and the nonsense. <laughs> 42 Doug versus Takashi 69 in a fight. Who do you think is winning? I'm going to go with 42 Doug simply because Takashi did get his head bopped walking out of a uh, walking out of a Miami club recently, so I'm just off that I'm going to go with 42 Doug. I think he got it, but that's just me. <laughs> is it 42 Doug from Detroit? Yeah, I think so. I will never bet against a person that is from Detroit in a physical altercation. Nah, yeah, I'm going with 42 Doug, too. Now, if you don't know why we're placing these wagers, um, there has been a new challenge issued. Um, So there was a video posted on Instagram earlier this week. Takashi was uh, taunting... Lil Dirk for some reason. I mean, I I don't even actually understand where Takashi's beef with Dirk stems from. Actually, like I I just know it's been going on so long, and it seems to be more of Takashi beefing with Lil Dirk than it is Lil Dirk beefing with Takashi, right? Yeah, that's what I would say so too. Um, but recently, people have been talking about the Lil Dirk lookalike, aka Perkyo, and a recent video. Takashi is like gifting Perkyo with a jacket and things like that. And that was a whole other thing. Perkyo didn't like that. It was a bunch of drama. So for two, Doug was kind of tired of Takashi always just beefing with little Dirk or trying to put these little Dirk lookalikes in their videos and things like that. So for two, Doug took his Instagram stories and said, I hate it when BA dudes do ho-ish to good people. Rat a dudes involving white boys in street ish dudes be lames and ho dudes could have pulled up on so many other dudes they'll pull up on a kid with nothing to do with nothing mm. so <laughs> okay yeah like all right so translation to what <laughs> um <laughs> translation to what 42 doug was saying was basically like 
Takashi is lame for getting involved, trying to get involved in street business, trying to involve other people like the the fake Lil Durk who's just, you know, getting his Internet fame from looking like Lil Durk. He's not trying to get involved with beef. He doesn't have anything to do with any of it. And yet Takashi is trying to bring him in on it. He's trying to get the, the fake Lil Durk lookalike involved when he's just being an innocent you know, social media personality or whatever the case is. That's basically what 42 Doug is saying. And he's also saying that like, you're, you're doing that to good people. So by, you know, um, by provoking Lil Durk, you're provoking a good person because 42 Doug and Lil Durk are obviously friends. So he's just saying he doesn't like this entire situation. He also went on to say, y'all can never respect a non-street person to understand the streets, blowing down on kids, trying to ruin kids life. A real, <laughs> a real it's hard to translate 42 Doug's tweets because he's just so unfiltered uh basically saying like I should spit on y'all that was the moral of the second part of what he said okay and then Takashi said oh you'll spit on me what let's get this going let's fight and then 42 Doug said that he will come to Miami they can set it up and do it for five hundred thousand dollars is that is that about the summary of events there I believe so. So far, that's the latest. So what's going on with Takashi and 42 Doug is they both agreed. Well, I think 42 Doug wants the money. I don't know if Takashi is like, <laughs> here, here it is, but that's the latest. I think the sooner these rappers stop entertaining Takashi, the sooner he'll go away. Like, you know, Nipsey Hussle said that in an interview a couple of years ago, actually. Like, it's, it's up to what we entertain and we continue to entertain it. So it continues to be here. But I, I do agree with 42 Doug with, with what 42 Doug said about that's messed up. Like, first of all, Takashi has proven that he's not even street. So he's trying to do street things and then involve other people that are not street and not trying to be involved in street things and trying to involve them in it. It's just a mess. It's a big mess. But now let's um, talk about DDG for a little bit because he caused quite a mess on social media when he claimed that rappers today are 10 times better than rappers back in the day. He said today's rappers are 10 times better than rappers back in the day today, respectfully. I respect the older generation of hip hop, but this generation creativity on another level for real. Hip hop ain't never been the number one genre until now. Well, newsflash, DDG. You wouldn't be the number one genre now without those people that you're dissing in the tweet. You know, the ones that came before this generation. Just a little tidbit of info I thought I'd add in there. Right, exactly. So, I mean, they wouldn't, none of them would be here if it wasn't for the very beginning. But he did point out that uh, people don't get in the car and put on Tupac and Notorious B.I.G. Like he was saying on some real ish, when's the last time you listened to either in the car be truthful? That sounds so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> people don't listen to Biggie and Tupac today. Are you for real? Are you for real? People are right. still having top five rapper debates and Tupac and Biggie are always in there. It's always Tupac, Biggie, Jay-Z. Those are the three names that everybody says in their top fives. And then the two other slots are are varied or whatever. But yeah, that's a little wild. Um, saying that saying that people don't still listen to Biggie and Tupac. That's maybe maybe people his age and under, maybe that's what he's talking about, but that's not the entire population of people that listen to hip hop. Right. It's a real hot take that DD deep. It was a real hot take that DDG tweeted. Um, so a lot of people are commenting on Twitter, going back and forth. Some are agreeing with him. Some are, you know, um, putting up the defenses on why he's bugging for that statement. So it's a topic for real. 
Yeah, one person basically went on and named some people like MF Doom, Common, Jizza, Wu Tang, Easy E, Pac, Biggie, Nas, Mob Deep, and all of that. Um, and he was just basically like, today's rappers don't compare to that. And I, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say there's no comparison. Like, you have certain individuals that are lyrical on that level and put that much love and that much work into the craft but there is a difference between back then and today like it's just a different sound it's just a different way people are flowing like there's not as many barriers to entry so anybody can be involved in hip-hop anybody can be an artist anybody can be a rapper so I, I get that there's a total difference in the generations I just don't agree with oh, rappers today are better than rappers back in the day. Like, I don't know, that just sounds wild to me. And then to use the argument, well, hip-hop has never been the number one genre until now. And that's because it was able to spread due to all of those rappers that came before, due to what they did, the groundbreaking things they did in the genre. And to take away from that, I just feel like, do you really love hip-hop as a genre? Like, do you really love rap as a genre for you to say something like that? I don't know. And isn't DDG more of an internet star than he even is a musician? Yeah, I thought he was cool with his YouTube money and dating Hallie, uh, Hallie Bailey. So I thought he was good. I don't know why he's in this music uh, discussion. Yeah, I, I really wonder if he like really believes this or if this was just like a hot take for hot take's sake. Like just to get people talking on the internet, get get some press coverage, get people riled up. I wonder if he like genuinely believes this or if he was just saying it just to get some engagement. I wonder. DDG, answer us that. Yeah, we would love to know. All right. Well, let's talk about the weekend now because he just signed a major, massive, long-term deal with Universal Music Group. The weekend has been getting to that bag for several years now, but really in these last two has he been getting to a different type of bag. So what's this deal about? Right. So um, it is a deal with Universal Music Group, which is the home of Republic Records, and they just announced a long-term global partnership deal with The Weeknd. Yeah, so according to the press release, the new deal extends the strong relationship between the two and will see Universal Music Group managing the entire music catalog of The Weeknd, as well as his merchandise and audiovisual projects. So really big, really long-term Universal Music Group is just basically going to handle a majority of what The Weeknd got going on. So they're going to handle the rest of his career, it seems. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm, pretty, pretty much. much. Pretty much everything he got going on. Okay, wow. All right. Everything but his touring, they're going to um, have a hand in, it looks like. E-commerce, licensing opportunities, branding. Yeah, but basically everything except the touring, uh, they're going to have their hand in with the weekend's career. I know the bag was crazy for this. You know how I know the bag was so crazy? They didn't even put the number out there. <laughs> Usually when an artist signs deals like these, they'll be like, oh, yeah, 70 million, 100 million. They didn't even put a number on this. If we if we had to play a guessing game, hmm, what, how many millions do you think the weekend got for this deal up front? Sports in the, uh, in the world of sports, they'd be signing deals for like, I don't know, 50 million, it seems like. So I don't know. The weekend, mm, maybe 20 million is probably up there. I think they're not gonna put a little bit more than twenty. I think they might have. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's when it's in all of these, they're gonna manage his entire music catalog. I'm gonna say it's close to a hundred. That's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say it's it's eighty. I'm gonna say it's eighty or at least. I'm going high. I'm aiming high for the weekend, man. I'm saying they gave him eighty at least. Yeah, I would say that too. I had to do a quick Google, and it, it just it doesn't say the price of this. Um, 
of this deal, but one article was like the weekend made $92 million in one year. So if he made that much, yeah, the this deal probably got to be up there too. So Yeah, I'm, I'm saying anywhere from 80 to 100. They had to, at least for him to do this, for him to have them wrapped up in every aspect of his career except the touring has to be at least pushing that that in that hundred range I feel like for sure so yeah that's that sounds about right but congrats to him either way uh hopefully you know down years down the line or whatever he's not like oh they doing me dirty with this contract so hopefully everything is is on the up and up with that especially since it is so long term but congrats to the weekend man get into the bag mm-hmm all right, well, now let's get into, you know, what we all been waiting for. New Music Friday, the new releases have dropped, and we got some exciting ones. Uh, should we start with singles or albums? Let's do uh, singles real quick, because it's a little little couple ones that are out today. Okay, well, let's start off with Baby Tate. You know, we, we love some Baby Tate over here. She dropped Yes Queen, and then we have a new one from Bobby Shmurda, which, um, you know, he's been saying that he's blackballed recently, so it's good to hear about him putting out a little, putting out a little something-something on us. Um, I haven't actually had a chance to check it out yet. It's called They Don't Know, but I want to know. I want to know if Bobby Shmurda is still going to be able to deliver because, you know, after he got out, there was so much hype. So everybody's happy, Bobby's home, Bobby's home. And I feel like the the music kind of never came. Like, I feel like we got one or two songs here and there, but I feel like we just thought his his coming home release music-wise was just going to be so much bigger than what it wound up being. And I know he's been having some problems with the label. Um, he's been saying that he's blackballed. So uh, he's he's got a new song out now. We're going to see what, it, what it's about. Right. And we also got a new single from Little Baby. He dropped Frozen. That is out right now. And Little Baby's just been dropping a lot of singles lately, it seems like. <laughs> yeah, and this one actually leaked. Uh, so he wasn't really trying to drop it. So, um, But he said since it came out already, he's just going to go ahead and put it out. So let's hear a little bit of that since he did drop the clip to it. But you got me fucked up. You see how we walked in. You can't see we run stuff. I got a thing out the box. I hate being bunched up. Glad that I've been through a lot. It made me a monster. I done seen this shit get grimy. I can't have no conscious. See, I'm trying to call me an all, but it's only. I don't know what they told you. That, uh, you that beat kind of got that 42 Doug ish esque feel to it actually <laughs> that little 42 Doug bop but I like it though I like I like what I heard so far of it the, the little preview the little snippet little baby's been consistently delivering we 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 give him he gets his praise over here so I don't, I don't feel the need to go too deep into it but that was a little bit of the new little baby frozen now let's get into the albums that came out today um you got Action Bronson he dropped El Cocodrillo Turbo that is out you also got Russ, If Not Now, When, and Casey Veggie's drop since y'all forgot a little EP, little five song little EP, but that is out today too. Okay, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm interested in uh, hearing that Russ. I'm definitely interested in hearing that Russ, but you know which one I had to dip into already. In this one, I, six, seven this morning, I was already up. I was ready for the toxicity. <laughs> Future, the one we've all been waiting for, he dropped, I Never Liked You. Um, and I, I have you, first of all, have you heard any of it yet? Yeah. I listened to it, uh, last night when it came out. Okay. Nice, 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 nice. So I think he opened up the album in a, with a dope record, the 712 record. I thought that was dope. Um, I, I think he gave us pretty much what we were expecting for most of the first half. 
Keep in mind, I only listened to the first half of the album so far because I started listening to it this morning. Oh, when we get to about the Tim's and Drake track, the Wait For You, that's when I start to, you know, my, my interest starts to go up even more because we just talked about it on the last episode with Yeah Ali about Future might get into his feelings a little bit on this one. And he did. He did. I feel like once Wait For You came up, that's when Future started to get into his feels a little bit. So while I was loving and expecting the toxicity that he was bringing for the first few songs, when he switched gears with the Drake and Tim song, I was like, okay, Future, get, get back into your, to your feelings bag. So I thought that was a, a nice refresher moment on the album so far, like just to give us a little bit of that. Because, you know, sonically it's, it was different from all the other songs before it. So I'm like, okay, now, now you're switching it up a little. I like this. I like this. So first half of the album, I enjoyed so far. How did you feel about the album? Yeah, I'm. I thought it's a pretty solid album. Um, the first half definitely got me the most. Um, I started it started getting late, so I was like kind of just skimming through the later half of the album. But beat wise and the way the songs came about, I was like, okay, this is a future album. I could see this, you know, in the car. I could see this in the club. But my only problem, Asia, is on the song. It was number two. I'm that he raps. His ring is pink like an ostrich, and I'm like wrong animal <laughs> talking about flamingo I'm like this is how we come in future like all right but I had to let it slide but I was just like now you know that's not the right animal but other than that I'm like an album y'all let Kanye get away with I was in too deep like Makai Fife Makai Pfeiffer was never in the movie I'm in too deep that was wrong movie y'all let Kanye get away with it so we're gonna overlook it and let our toxic king future be great or his album release <laughs> right <laughs> For sure. Yeah, no. And um, there was another part on that song. I believe that it's the same song you're talking about where he's basically talking about buying the girl's watches like it's nothing like, oh, yeah, I bought her a watch real quick. So, you know, if you were looking for those type of vibes, Future is providing it, you know, 10 times over on this album. Things for you to be out in the streets to this summer. Things for you to um, be toxic with your love interest with like, you know, if you want to send them a, a song or so, if you want to send them wait for you after you just cheated on them, like you could do that as well. So, I mean, he's, he's given us the material. I am excited to hear the second half of the album though. Um, especially that other song, uh, that other Drake feature. And then, um, we also got some other, uh, some other album releases, right too. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, no cap. He dropped his album, Mr. Crawford. And also shout out to our girl, Kaylani. She dropped blue water road. So that is out today too. Oh yes. Definitely excited to get to that one. Uh, speaking of the episode with Yaya Ali from yesterday, I just named Kaylani's last album. It was good until it wasn't as one of my, you know, albums that I don't take off rotation. One of the ones that I'm always listening to. So I'm, I'm curious as to whether or not this one will measure up to that for me, because for me, that was like really one of my favorite projects. So I'm just like, I'm, I'm excited to listen to it, but I'm also nervous. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, hopefully it lives up to, it was good until it wasn't. Cause I know she's been on a real, like kind of spiritual journey recently. It looks like, like just a life changing transformative journey. Uh, she's been like going through the the country on an RV or something like that. So the, the aesthetics from this album are very different from the last. Um, but sonically, I, I don't know how similar they're going to be. So I, I will be listening to that right after we get off this podcast, actually. Yeah, same here. I haven't heard anything from uh, Kehlani except for that a couple singles she put out but um, this year. So I'm excited to see how the album is. But like you said, I'm, I am also scared because can it can it 
withstand the last one she put out so we're gonna see we definitely will that is a good note to end on today let us know what you think of all of this new music too we've been having some good discussions online on instagram and twitter about all of these albums that have been dropping so definitely holla at us i'm at asia sky on everything a-s-h-i-a is asia s-k-y-e is sky and i'm at a-dub on everything that's a-y-e-e-e-d-u-b-b all right that concludes today's episode of dx daily also don't forget to follow and subscribe to hip-hop dx on youtube and that is hip-hop dx and also be sure to follow us on all of our socials like our instagram our twitter and our tiktok for more at hip-hop dx all right you have a great safe uh or potentially toxic weekend uh, whichever weekend you want to have and we will see you on monday with more daily news see ya (laughs) 